we're back with another episode. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. It's the Face Off. It's the Face Off. Spread love, spread light, and don't forget to laugh your face off. It's the face off. It's the face off. Spread love, spread light, and don't forget to laugh your face off. You don't come here for the facts. You come here for the entertainment, okay? If you're here for the facts, you're the wrong. You're the wrong podcast. We are here to entertain you. That's why we give you the disclaimer at the beginning of our podcast. Boom, baby. We're here to educate and inform with entertainment. Yeah. That is it. Welcome back to another episode of the Face Off of Fleming and Fowler, y'all. We are back at it again. One more week. Ooh. We sound like yeah, Alicia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We sound like Alicia Keys. Probably, probably a little better than Alicia Keys. A lot of it better. A <laughs> lot of it better. We're going we to we get into that, though. How was your week this past week? My week was good. Um, yeah. Weather's been nice really um yeah i'm trying to think anything i went to dallas this weekend got was it spring. super cold there because it got it cold here cold. in san antonio it was yeah. colder than i thought it was gonna be um yeah. got some spicy rigatoni from carbone a personal favorite was it spicy coming out i'm just yeah. saying usually typically it is yes I don't know. they don't need to know that oh okay um, <laughs> yeah, we can got to see some friends got to see my cousin so yeah that's good. How about you? How was your week? Uh, my week was filled with trials and tribulations. Uh, as y'all know. A trials and trip week. Yeah, it was pretty pretty rough, but we got through it. Thank God. Thanks be unto God with giving us the victory. Um, my week started off really rough because as y'all know, I was like zooted on the last episode, which to those of my family and friends that saw the video and that was just like, Monica, you were absolutely zooted off those muscle relaxers. Yes, yes, I was. Yeah, and exactly. um, this, real episode, this is an intervention that I've staged for you. <laughs> you so this, this is the real me off of drugs. Uh, I'm still mm-hmm. on steroids, but not any muscle relaxers or anything. Thank God. So I had to call into work Monday and Tuesday of last week and went to work Wednesday. And um, I still had a bit of a limp when I was walking because it was very difficult for me to walk. And uh, my shout out to my coworker, Jackie. She's an amazing black PT. And I just say I'm telling her her race just because it's Black History Month. But anyway, she was able to do some uh, alpha stem um, on me and laser touch one. And um, she was able, I was able to get some free physical therapy, which was really great, which is what I really needed. Um, and, and so I tried to see as many patients as I could. But on Wednesday, I had this one guy. Um, he was an older black guy. He was like uh, 328 pounds. And so... I went in with one of the OTs and she's like, um, she's like, oh, sir, can you put your socks on? Da, da, da. And he's like, uh, ma'am, do you see how big I am? I can't put on those socks. So he turns to me and tries to, right. He turns to me and tries to hand me the socks. And I'm like, sir, I'm big too. And I'm nursing a back injury. Fuck your socks. I can't put your socks on, sir. So you just got to walk barefoot or something. Cause I can't help you out. <laughs> but, um, but other than that, it was hard to put socks on. And two, number one, when you have a big panis, or, or increased body habitus, but also too when belly. Yeah, but but also when you have a back injury, it's hard just putting your drawers on, baby. Rolling like I'm, I wanted to free ball so bad, but then I was like, I still got to put pants on because I didn't wear pants over the weekend. 
but it was rough. It was, I was just like, one of my coworkers said to me, you know, it was one of the, um, one of the EVS workers said to me, she was like, you look about you like, like you in your thirties. She was like, nah, your knees probably too old. I was like, oh, uh, I, I said, ma'am, I don't have Megan Thee Stallion knees. I was like, uh, I wish I did, but I need a Megan Thee Stallion back at this point because I need knees and back transplant. But um, point of life where I wake up in the morning and my immediate first thought is like, don't make a sudden move. Like you gotta yeah. try first. You gotta kind of wiggle, and then I have to talk myself through the log roll to get out of bed. I give myself the same spiel that I give my patients. I'm like, okay roll to your side drop like yeah. I'm, I'm not even 30 that's ridiculous i sleep on my side and i sleep with like eight pillows i have like a, a huge legs, body pillow exactly and i have the big pregnancy pillow as well too and i tell people i'm like listen if i ever try to just jump out of bed ain't no jumping out of bed bed turning my swag on i can't do that i have to warm these bones up because oh, i'm pushing 40 emergency a fire i, I i'll be I'm screaming done. I'll be screwed. Yeah. Cause I, I, I just, I cannot hop out of the bed that, that lifestyle for a soldier boy. It's not for me. I can't yeah. hop Next out of anything. Off. Swag is yeah. off. No jumping. Yeah. I was taking the muscle relaxers and the ibuprofen and Tylenol, which helped. Ooh, what um, I know. Listen, I was on drugs last week. Okay. <laughs> not hardcore, not hardcore. The, the muscle relaxers though. I don't see how people get, I don't, I don't see how people get addicted to muscle relaxers like that. I don't like being incapacitated and feeling like I don't have control of my faculties. Some people like to turn it off up here. But it didn't turn me off. I was just, I felt like I was like locked in syndrome. Like I was still a coherent, mm -hmm. but I couldn't, there was nothing I could do. Like I was just stuck. And I was like, <laughs> I can't move. I can't do anything. I don't, I'm like, that's not fun. Yeah, but I'm other than that, though, Xer, so can't relate. But really, well, you can have mine if you need some. Oh, perfect. I got like a, I think a thirty day supply or something like that. I think. Great. Wait, okay, but I have a question for you. I saw this yeah. thing on TikTok. This guy was talking to his wife about when he goes to sleep mm -hmm. and how his brain like goes to sleep too. Like his brain will start to turn off and then he goes to sleep. And she's like, "What do you mean? Like you don't, like you don't just have all these conversations and like." sound bites and songs and all these things running through your head so i'm like do you when you go to sleep does your brain turn off or you, do you oh yeah you, it absolutely turns off yeah i have a whole dialogue in my head conversations everything absolutely that yeah my there's never you? noise in here like even if yeah. it's yeah like movie songs books thoughts plans conversations dreams, conversations yeah. how do people just turn that off I don't know what that's like to not have external noise in your head. Yeah. Even there's like, always something going on in my I head. I talk always. to myself all day. I'm like, all right, I'm just yeah. motivating myself to do the shit that I have to do. Because you know what's crazy too? When, when COVID first happened, COVID, like wearing masks in public was the best thing for people who talk to themselves, like me. <laughs> because, you know, you're going down the alley, you're just saying random bullshit and you're just like, hmm, this peanut butter is 328. If I can get something else. You're just making stupid noises, right? <laughs> and so we did that for so long. And so some sometimes when I don't, like if I go to, to the grocery store late at night or super early in the morning, which is what I do because I hate people, um, I will forget my mask and then I'll do the same thing. And I'm like, oh shit, I, yeah. people can see okay. you talking to yourself, Monica. Don't giving do that. Bluetooth headset, you know? Yes, absolutely. But yeah, I have a whole. There's a whole like shutdown process that my brain has to take in order to go to bed. Absolutely. Yeah. 
I like. I mean, I get there quickly. I hear something in my brain until I'm asleep, and then I don't know I'm asleep. Yeah. But. I mean, it happens very quickly. The shutdown once the, it powers down, just like a computer, but and it happens very quickly because I can go to, as soon as I lay my head down, I can I, I can say, go to do sleep. You fall asleep as soon as you, as soon as you lay down. Absolutely, it takes me forever. That's why I have to start to like the process of going to sleep, like an hour no. and a half before. I've always been like that, where I can I can go to sleep very easy, very you just quickly. Hit the hay. Hit the hay, baby. God. Hit the hay. I tell you what else is what else has been hitting. Uh, what were you talking about? A New York dance team. Okay, if you have been anywhere around social media in the past couple hours at this time they're recording it, it'll be days by the time this comes out, but there was a NYPD dance team that was on some kind of news segment. They were recorded doing a dance routine. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of questions that I have and mild concerns. But this looked like it was these, what I would call, probably middle-aged and above women <laughs> in knee pads and NYPD shirts. Knee pads. Knee pads? Knee pads, because they were doing groundwork. That's how you know you're too old to be dancing. If you need knee pads, you gotta put it away. You gotta <laughs> throw in the towel if you need a knee pad. I stand Megan by- ain't got no knee pads on. But these women, and like, God bless them, you're allowed to do whatever you want to do, but it was just giving like YMCA Zumba class, not necessarily dance team. I was waiting for like it's new, it's NYPD. I wanted step, I wanted right. stomp, I wanted you know, and it wasn't. Yeah. That. And, and New so York is wanted, known for dancing, yeah, and culture and right. Rhythm. Um, and so then everyone's like, y'all are cutting all this funding from schools, but you'll have a whole ass NYPD dance, like just all of these things. And I'm like, are these so are these officers of the law? I don't know. There's some job, there's some professions you have where you just like, once you see them in a different light, it's very hard to take them seriously, you know? Yeah. Very true. Mm -hmm. Like, if I saw my dentist dancing Zumba, I'd be like, oh, okay. That's a little strange. (laughs) You know? You're my mouth like that. You're just out here fucking wheeling and dealing. Yeah, you're just hitting the quan like that. You're yeah. weird. Yeah. Or like a lawyer, you know, mm-hmm. that dancing meteorologist that does all the time. I'm like, dude, yeah. sit down. Yeah. It's too much. So it was a little strange. Um, cops should be allowed to dance, but they, I just don't want to see it in a dancing format. I think if, if police officers danced more and were more nourished with the correct food, maybe we would have less police brutality. Maybe. Maybe they need a creative outlet. There were no men on this dance team, and I'm thinking they're the ones who got surprised from some movement yeah. therapy. Yeah. Um, but Typically, men are abusers. Hey, that's just science. It's science. It's evidence-based. That's not me saying it. I, yeah. When I was in elementary school, whoa. You look what? like you just stroked. Oh, no, because my eyelash was in my eye. I'm sorry. I just closed my eye down real fast. Um, When I was in elementary school, our moms started this, like, mom dance team. Mm -hmm. And it was like, we were on the pep squad, and then the moms at every pep rally would come out and do a performance. And that's what this was giving. It was, like, 2002, and I'm watching my mom dance to Mambo Number 5. That's what watching felt like to me. A little bit of Monica in my life. 
a little bit of a list. Uh, they don't say your name, but it's okay. We'll put it in there. I don't think the only song that has ever said my name is there's a country song called Alyssa Lies, and it's about this oh. girl being abused. So. Well, why are they saying she lies if she's being abused? Is she a, 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 a lying about being abused? She lies to the teachers. She lies to the kids at school. Oh, that she's not being abused. Mm-hmm. Wow. Alyssa, is there something you want to tell our audience? Ooh, Phyllis, I am a liar, but not about that. Just about yeah, that's true. In that's general. very true. Wow. Yeah, Peter Pablo says my name, too. Songs. Very true. Peter Pablo says my name, too. Keisha, Tamika, Monica, Monique, Christina, Yolanda. Yeah. What? Pini Pablo, where's he at? I think he's still in North Carolina somewhere, you know, switching his shirt around his head like a helicopter. Carolina, God, man, bops, bops. It was, it was a time. It was a time. Uh, speaking of uh, speaking of some other bops, did you did you watch uh, King of Bops, uh, Mr. Usher himself, Mr. Usher Raymond? I did see the Usher concert that they uh, played in between the Super Bowl. I love how you I love how you call it the Usher concert. It's hilarious. I uh, it, I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was so fun. Except for um, here's the thing: because people keep talking about like, oh, the best Super Bowl show, like halftime performances, the most watched. And I heard a lot of discourse from people that I didn't hear last year. That was like, oh yeah, I didn't really like Rihanna all that much. Da, 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 da. She performed that whole thing by herself. She brought out no one else. So I will not. She really did. Rihanna slander. Okay? Yeah, she's pregnant. Um, this show was great. He has so many a catalog. So many songs. Yes. And I was just like, yes. oh, fingers. Also good. Um, Alicia Keys, I could have done without. Completely. And her, her and her flat scene. Here's the thing about Alicia Keys. I really want people to understand. I am from the generation where Alicia Keys first came out. I remember when she was a breakout artist. Mm-hmm. And during that time, her and NDRE were pretty much not going head to head, but they were two women who were both musicians who pay, played multiple instruments, who had amazing songs just on the radio. Of course, Alicia Keys was more of the, you know, um, like crossover pop kind of, you know, pop R&B. And yeah. then India Ari was the Neo Soul. And I remember I was so pissed that Alicia Keys won as many Grammys as she did and India Ari did not because I'm like, India Ari could actually sing. Yeah. Alicia Keys cannot. Now that's not to take anything away from Alicia Keys. I love Alicia Keys because she is an amazing musician. She's an amazing She's writer. A great person. A great, great person, I'm quite sure. Beautiful woman. Your voice sucks. And but that's I, it. You're telling me you're on the world stage, the fucking Super Bowl, one of the most highly watched televised things that happens every single year. And the first note you're gonna hit is gonna be to to my untrained ear, I was like, that ain't right. That doesn't sound right at all. Nope. And as a person who's very sensitive to singers and who actually does sing, I'm not trying to be a singer, so do not ask me to sing because I'm not going to do it. But as a person who has been singing all their life and who whose ears are trained as well, too, like Alicia Keys could never sing. She's Nobody has ever been like, oh, my God, I got to learn that Alicia Keys run. Never, <laughs> never. <laughs> Well, when she I, sung at Whitney Houston's, when she sung at Whitney Houston's funeral, I was like, "Sissy Houston, I don't know who was in charge of the talent, but you should have known better than to allow Alicia Flat Keys to ooh. sing at Whitney the Houston's funeral." She just she screamed. She sounded like an ashtray, like a box of cigarettes, like she needed some damn recolas. It was ridiculous. Well, and I don't know what I was expecting them to do. Like, obviously, they were like. 
she can't just have this video of her singing like trash circulating on like platforms. Oh, there's plenty. So they dubbed over it, which I guess mm-hmm. that makes sense. But then I'm like, so y'all are just gonna dub over it. like y'all y'all are just gonna think we're not gonna know or we're gonna forget like And the original is still win. there. You yeah. weren't gonna win. Because either way, we're gonna talk trash about the fact that you dubbed over it. Or if you I feel left like, it talking shit about how you sounded. I feel like because her came out and did her um her uh, you know, the kind of the famous guitar solo. I felt like she would have been a perfect person to replace Alicia and have done my boo. I'm waiting for her to sing. Because she, her voice, I have not seen a single her performance that has been trash. Nope. And again, same, she's, she's a, I put her in the same category as Alicia with regard to being an amazing musician, producer, songwriter, love, love it. But Alicia's vocal cords, no ma'am, it's never been it. It's I don't care. I don't care if she sold a trillion albums. You ain't gonna never convince me that Alicia Key's voice is a bop. It's not. Her song, she's I put her in the category as like Adele. I know okay. that's gonna be controversial. That is controversial. I'm just saying Adele Adele has beautiful songs. She has beautiful songs. As Aretha would say, beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. But her voice, you've never heard somebody say, Oh my god, I gotta learn that Adele run. No. No. Like, Alicia Keys has, I could probably give you like five songs that people know, maybe three that everyone knows of Alicia Keys, five that are most commonly well known. But I'm like, I don't think she's got like a catalog. It's not like Alicia? Yeah. Now that's where I disagree with you on that one now. I hate her voice, but goddamn, I be singing them songs now because she, <laughs> again, the. <laughs> The songs be songing. The songs be songing. And I and I can from that first album, baby. Yes, I can Alicia Keys has an absolute catalog. Absolutely she does. That voice ain't it, but that catalog is hidden. <laughs> and that's I no just, disrespect for her to her. I just really need to know how many people thought that Jermaine Dupree was supposed to have Cielo Green at the Super Bowl. Jermaine Dupree like a Lollipop Guild member. <laughs> okay. What was that outfit? Who I sound like an ashtray. Yeah, okay. shirtless, looking fine as hell. You got Alicia Keys in this sexy red outfit, the dresses, the whole piano, and then you, Jermaine yeah. looks like a an in London. Like, yeah. He he just reminds me of like Drake, like where he's always just there, and you're like, why the fuck are you here, little dude? Like he's just always in the way. Like get the fuck out of the way. Like. He's yeah. an amazing legend. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking away from what he's done, but goddamn, he just sure. he just looks so fucking awkward. No matter what he wears, he always looks like he's dressed like you know how in the early 2000s where they had like the long uh the long white tees and like the uh the long trousers and the and the dunks. That's what he just looks like all the time. No matter what he puts on, he always looks like his clothes are just way too big for him and they are not tailored to him. Law Roach, I need you to connect with J- with J- Jermaine Dupri. I just need you to. Yep. So I was done without him. I screamed when Ludacris came out. Oh, obsessed. I, well, a little John too. Yeah. Yeah. Little John looks so different though. I mean, I know people grow up, but he just looked. Never meet your heroes. Yeah, no, he just doesn't. I'm like, you need some crunk juice, little John. What what happened? He don't calm down. It just sucks because Usher looks exactly the same. Ludacris pretty much the same. Alicia Keys Mm -hmm. looks the same. The same. Yeah. Will I am and Alicia I like, Keys. Oh, that 
Alicia Keys, I feel like, looks younger now. And the fact that, you know, remember she stopped wearing makeup a lot of the times to go different places and stuff. And that's how you know she's a natural beauty. The vocal cords are just horrible. But everything else about her is amazing. The vocal cords are not. I've been rubbing up on her body like that. I didn't feel like there was anything wrong with it. I felt like, you know, for them, they've been in the industry for a very long time. And I feel like they have a, from what I can see, they have a very good working relationship. And I just feel like Usher wouldn't do anything to jeopardize Number one, his friendship or his working relationship with her and do anything to disrespect her husband. But also, too, the song is about my boo. So you have to have some type of sensuality and like sexiness about it. Like he wasn't filling up her crotch and her titties and shit. He just rubbed like, you know, her, her. Yeah, but he just rubbed like her hip. But I'm like, Alicia Keys got a nice ass body. But I'm like, I don't think he did anything to I w- if if I were Swiss Beats, I wouldn't look at that and be offended. But I also can't tell him what to be offended by, you know? That's true. And he wasn't offended. He put out an Instagram. Oh, did he? What did he say? He He was basically like, y'all are talking about the wrong shit. Like, her dress was beautiful. She did a great job. Lie. Um, Right, true. Like, all love. And we've known Usher, blah, blah, blah. So he didn't give a shit. But I just was watching the Super Bowl performance with a group of people. And when they started dancing together, all of us were like, whoa. Oh, shit. I just don't think Well, he's talking about his boo. I know, but I also think after the Janet thing, it's been so toned down. Everyone tones it the fuck down. So well, it wasn't the Janet thing. It was a Justin Timberlake thing because Janet stood there and got exposed by a white yeah. man during Ever Black History. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You see how the white man always trying to fuck up some shit for the black woman? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, I cannot believe the Chiefs won. We I'm so mad they won. I wanted, I really wanted Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens to win. I, I, I just, I didn't want another repeat of that. I'm like, can we just get an exciting football game? As a, as a fan of football, I really just wanted an exciting game. That was not an exciting game at all. I know I went into overtime. Who cares? It was not an exciting game. Also, did you hear all the 49ers players talking about how they didn't know the overtime rules? No. They. First of well, all, you shouldn't be in the NFL if you don't know the rules, that's baby. What the fuck I'm saying? It's <laughs> like getting called, like fucking up at work and getting called in by your boss and being like, "Oh, well, I didn't know that was a part of my job. I didn't know that was like." I guess the in overtime now, each team gets a possession, and they didn't yeah. realize that or something. But they all, it's always been. They all went on their press things afterwards. They're talking to media, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we I didn't know that was the rule." And I was like, "Isn't this your whole fucking job?" That's overtime. That's been the bane of overtime. Not the bane, but that's been the foundation of overtime for forever. But I'm like, also, you're gonna. There's aren't multiple people paid to know this information? And like exactly, i.e., your coach. Talking people like this is someone's whole career is just to know the rules to this game. Yeah, no, that's rigged. That that's rigged. That got to be something. Yeah, you you can't make. I'm sorry, you're in a professional league and you don't know the rules of the game, bitch. Please. Make that make sense. Not with that non-guaranteed ass money. No, that, I ain't buying that shit. Did you watch any uh, any Super Bowl commercials? Um, yes. I did. I wasn't paying attention a lot to them because I was forcing everyone at the Super Bowl party I was at to talk about mm-hmm. the Drake video. Oh um, my god. That ch- I just, that chicken. <laughs> I was it was I needed to know what everyone thought about it. Um, but my personal favorites were the Beyonce commercial. Mm. The way that's, I'm pausing. The yeah. way that she went on, like, okay, I have multiple thoughts. 
Okay, let's get one of them out. She's the Super Bowl and she knows that the shit's about to drop and she looks like she doesn't have a care in the fucking world. I mm-hmm. stand. The way that in the Super Bowl commercial, she was like, drop that new music. And then they actually dropped new music. I live and die. I live and die. She breaks the internet yeah. every time. God, I she's love just her. A, she, I think Beyonce is like the true definition of a true creative. Like she takes yeah. advantage of everything that, that comes across her plate. Uh, and I could guarantee you she didn't, the, I bet you Verizon probably paid the most money to oh. run that ad than anybody else. Even the little bullshit ass propaganda ass video that Israel tried to put in there. And I was like, fuck your raggedy ass commercial. Get the fuck out of here and go spread that propaganda somewhere else, bitch. It's free Palestine over here, motherfucker. Anyway. Is that the, was that the G, did you see the Jesus commercial? No. I didn't watch it either, but I do love Jesus. Uh, just not. Yeah, I love Jesus. Absolutely. And American media. My yeah, favorite it was... commercial, though, surprise to no one, was the Kanye West Yeezy commercial. He's still promoting them raggedy ass shoes. Oh my God. Lord Jesus. It was, it's a um, vertical video filmed on an iPhone. He's in his car. What? He lit- oh, it's so good. He literally says, like, uh, we spent all the money on the super, like the commercial spot. So I didn't put any money into the actual commercial, but I just want to let you know uh, go to yeezy.com. I'll put it right here. Y E Z Z Y. We've got new shoes and da 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 da. It's just like, it's so good. And they made, I think, the average cost of a Super Bowl commercial, just like the actual commercial itself, not mm-hmm. the spot, was like, I think. I want to say like seven million dollars or twenty million dollars, something crazy. Wasn't he like telling people he was like broke allegedly because of Adidas and all that, and they froze his bank accounts and shit? Where are you getting seven million dollars from? He's a pathological liar. I love to hear. It. He made twenty million dollars off of that commercial because people. Would, it's just in the like. It's so genius because in the over the top, all of those commercials are over the fucking top. It's like how many yeah, celebrities can we get together? How funny can we be? And yeah. he was like, "I'm literally gonna. This is the commercial. I'm posting this iPhone video, and they'll come or not." And I loved it. I'm obsessed with it. Well, speaking of commercials, what was crazy to me was, we're going to go back to Kanye, but what was crazy to me was I saw this discourse on social media, <sighs> fake outrage, where people are choosing, making a conscious choice to be upset about something that is so childish and so dumb, right? So Uber Eats, I think it was Uber Eats, they had a commercial where they were talking about something with peanuts and the person had a peanut allergy, but it was like they still gave the person the peanuts or something. This one girl went on a whole rant on social media. I am boycotting Uber Eats because they are making fun of people with peanut allergies. Bitch! We've all made fun of people with peanut allergies. Ma'am, I, I want off this rock. I want off this ride. I can't. <laughs> also, I'm, like, dying. I'm like, you really think these people sat here and was like, Sarah on TikTok, absolutely. <laughs> we gotta attack her. What the fuck is wrong with you, girl? Nobody knows you fucking exist. Fuck you and your peanut ass allergy. God damn. We all allergic to something. I'm allergic to penicillin. You don't see me over here. I can't believe they're advertising for penicillin. It's horrible. <laughs> but what were you talking about Ozzy Osbourne? Some, going back to Kanye, not that I wanted to, but what were you telling me something about oh, was going on with him, between him and some kind of beef between him and Ozzy Osbourne? So, uh, he... Allegedly. Drake, Drake, Drake... Stop bringing him up. You're so obsessed with him. Yeah, really I'm obsessed. Um, mm. Kanye and Young Thug were putting out this oh, okay. um, song, session, studio recording. Yeah. I don't know. Uh-huh. They've been teasing it for a long time. There's been all these issues with it because, I don't know, I remember the time that Kanye was making like anti-Semitic remarks and saying really fucked up shit about Nazis and just was mm. out here living his life. I don't know. They kind of seem very similar to Nazis right now. Huh? 
Um, Free Palestine. And so uh, they finally had some listening parties. They finally dropped it. I think during the listening parties, Ozzy Osbourne had heard that there was a sample of one of his songs in the Kanye record that was getting released. Mm. And that's a no for me, dog, because Kanye West is anti-Semitic and I don't stand for that. So he can't have this song. Yeah, but his wife is allegedly a racist. So listen, you're even, bitch. What the fuck? We're, I, listen, that's the hill he's deciding to die on. First of all, when you have Ozzy Osbourne, the man who's like drugged out, ate a whole bat's head or bird's head off. And again, your wife is unrecognizable and allegedly a racist. Like, yeah. Wow. So that's the hill anyway, you're willing to die on. I don't know. So uh, I guess Kanye knew this and was still like, I don't give a singular fuck. I, I'm releasing the song. I love that. So it had to, it's getting, it got pulled because it's you can't just put out shit willy-nilly. Isn't Young Thug in jail, right? That's the one that's in jail with the YSL thing? Or no? No. Who is that? YSL. Isn't his name like YSL Youngboy or something? The one with the no, lawyer? No, no, I think that's Young Thug. I think that's the guy Young what? Thug that's in prison. Is Young Thug in jail? Yeah. The one with dresses? And that's the one where you were, you were telling about his lawyer got arrested. Young Thug Jail. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Oh, I don't. I can't keep up with these young kids' names. Now nah, I sound like the old people. Young Thugs trial and YSL Rico charges are these? Yes, because the group is called YSL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what were you telling me about his? His um. Uh... That's his lawyer in the guy. Yeah. Her? What an idiot. Well, what did she get arrested for? For gang affiliation. What? Well, she she's representing her client, who apparently is in a gang. Allegedly, that's what they're trying to say or prove or whatever. Who would so, have thought that that was the same person? It's all these but, little rapper names now. I never know but, who anybody is. It's almost like Lil' Kim and like Mace and Puffy with like Junior Mafia. Like Junior Mafia is the organization or the, the group name or like um Oh like Rough okay. Riders and I stuff got it, like got that. It, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Young Money. Young Money, exactly. Exactly. Okay. His lawyer, or I guess the lawyer of the group, was arrested on gang charges. Um She's not the main lawyer, is she? I hope not. God, dog. She has been described as, quote, the LeBron James of the legal world, which I just don't know what? if I trust that. She looks like a 30-year-old white woman, so. No. Um, Pass. Well, the courts have declared the YSL group a, a crime street gang. Okay. And she is affiliating with them, and so she has been... Uh, tried or is being tried as well arrested on gang charges but her instagram people keep pulling up all these pictures of her and it's yeah. like her with all this money in her with all these guns and i'm like i just feel like if you're a lawyer you shouldn't post that i don't know i mean i would agree especially if you're rec- representing a whole organized crime situation a rico case yeah. i don't think you would want to add fuel to the fire and it's add more like evidence people who embezzle money and then have a rolex and a rolls royce and you're like maybe don't do yeah. that yeah it's always the people who want to be flashy and i'm just see this is what i'm saying these young people who never had shit who want to be flashy if you're mm-hmm. going to commit crimes just be silent just That's be silent then they just can't so they just can't they got to show it off that's fun all that to say i did hear the kanye song and i liked it so what does that say that sounds like everything. i heard the kanye song and i liked it um i tell you what i didn't like with regard to the chiefs though uh very very sad um there was a whole shooting at the goddamn parade this uh past week and 
can we not have anything? Apparently, three months or for apparently months. one child. I'm sorry, one person died, and there were like twelve other people that were shot. But I, I think it was like seven or eight kids that actually were injured. That's and I'm like, what is wrong with y'all? It also makes me so sketched out about going to things with large crowds of people. Yeah. Well, and then two. Speaking of another shooting that happened, um, there was a shooting at Joel Olstein's church. The pastor of um, what's his church again? Doesn't matter. It's in Texas, Houston. Houston. Yeah. Um, he had a shooting in his church. So I guess uh, last Sunday, um, there was a, a a woman that came in his church with her child. I believe her child was like five years old or something like that. And she came into the church with an AR-15 and started just shooting. And I think uh, one person was shot, but I think she was the one that ended up unfortunately um, uh, succumbing to her injuries and was getting, and she got shot and killed, I think, I believe. But apparently, we would run towards or away from? Ma'am, I'm black. Why would you ask me a crazy ass question like that? That's true. I'll run away from anything. I'm not no thug. I'm not no savior. I ain't no hero. Maybe I will leave you everywhere. <laughs> I will leave my child sitting there. I, I'm gonna always think about myself in the time I'll of self-preservation. Safety. Absolutely. The Bible says save yourself from this unto a generation. That's what I plan to do. Amen. But um, apparently her neighbors, there were neighbors that she had from a few years ago that kept complaining on her because she was terrorizing, allegedly terrorizing like six or seven different neighbors. And they were talking about how, you know, uh, they had called the cops on her multiple times saying that she was mentally unstable. They had, you know, a, a few police reports and stuff like that. And the fact that they still allowed her to purchase a gun. And I'm like mm-hmm. that who, whoever did her background check needs to be responsible. And the police department who did not take those, those claims seriously need to be held accountable as well too. Cause now this lady don't went rogue and these people tried to give y'all a warning. Y'all wouldn't take it. I feel like we keep hearing shit like this where people are like, I tried to report. I tried to do what I thought I could do. And you can't yep. do anything Very uh, true. until it's almost too late. That's insane. Yeah. And also the shooters for the, I'm pretty sure the shooters for the Kansas city, shooting were like mm-hmm. 17 years old did they have a motive like what was their motive for that because i have no idea they can't release a lot of stuff because they're minors but that's that's crazy bullshit too. you you tried as an adult at this point ain't no ain't no minor uh-uh that is wild to me yeah i just have okay have you been on netflix lately mm, no okay there's a there's a movie that's new to netflix but it's not a new movie mm-hmm. it's called the assassin mm-hmm it's like from 2017 or something, but there's this scene and there's this mass shooting on a beach. Mm. And I was like, this, and it's insane the way that it's filmed and the way you see people getting shot. I'm like, this shit is awful. And yeah. then I'm like, I don't know, man. It's getting crazy yeah. out here. It's crazy. Let's get rid of the guns. Well, let's not get rid of the guns. Yeah. Let's, you're let's... saying let's get rid of the guns? No, no. Mm-hmm, yeah, okay. not, not as a gun owner. No, no. Uh-huh. Get rid of the guns. Exactly. What I'm saying is make it more difficult. Put put us through more rigorous ways of getting guns so they're not easily accessible. Yeah. Half the shit about getting it, like, when you go to get a gun, it's like self-reporting. Which is yeah. bullshit. I, they're like, oh, are you crazy? Like, mm-hmm. No. They don't even ask you that. I went, the last gun that I purchased... I went to Academy because I just needed a, a quick little nine. Working outdoors. Um, yeah, exactly. Oh, I didn't need, like need it quickly like that, but it was just it's um, like, I need the gun <laughs> immediately. I just need. I just need. I just wanted another one for another room in my house, and so 
um, just quick, easy access. And when I went, and the gun was like 250 bucks, a little cheap, little nine millimeter, right? Like little targets. Anyway, and so when I went in, it took me all of like 25 minutes. I literally went in there and was like, hey, I want to purchase this gun. They were like, cool beans. Let's go ahead and do your background check. You fill out the shit yourself on a little iPad thing. You put your little stuff in. It comes back. Nope, you ain't done no crimes. All right, you can go ahead and get this gun. Go to the front. They're going to lock it up. They're going to walk you up there. In 20 minutes, boom, bam, bam, you're done. That's Texas, baby. Yeah, and that's Texas. Now, I don't know about Florida because I have not purchased a gun in Florida in a very that long time. It's harder to get one there. Yeah. Probably. Well, I don't know. I think it's very easy to get a gun in Florida, but yeah, you Texas. shoot that shit, you go going to jail. But it's crazy. Uh, speaking of Beyonce in the, the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Anyway. Speaking anyway, of- <laughs> speaking of not shooting people, uh, Beyonce is coming out with her and her mother are coming out with a hair care line. Would you be, will you be buying it? Um, I'm weird with celebrity hair care. I'll, I'll do celebrity skincare all day. I'll do celebrity makeup, a celebrity pan, coffee pot, plate. Yeah, microwave. I'm weird about hair care. You know who I did like their hair care was um, randomly Gabby Union had a hair line. Oh, you, hey, it was random, and I liked some of the stuff there. But I don't know. Even mm-hmm. like I kind of like Tracy Ellis's Ross stuff, but I don't like. Well, I like Taraji's stuff a little bit better mm-hmm. than Gabby Union's and um, Tracy Ellis Ross because Tracy Ellis Ross. Her product is for curly hair yeah. and I'm trying to not have as much curly hair as I have. Like, <laughs> because all these products just keep saying, Oh, define your curls. No bitch. I want to relax these shits. I'm sick of yeah. having curly hair. Yeah. So, I mean, I like Taraji's her, her hair care line was pretty cool. I didn't like a whole lot of stuff, but I didn't, well, I'm not saying I didn't like, I'm sorry. That was the wrong word. I didn't try a whole lot of stuff. I did try a shampoo and a conditioner. I also did try a uh, tap at the Browns, uh, Donna's recipe. I tried her shampoo and conditioner. I actually liked the shampoo more than I liked the conditioner. And the, the um, I don't know, the conditioner just didn't work with my hair. But uh, she has like an oil, um, a hair oil. And that was pretty okay. But yeah. yeah. So I'm not, I mean, I'll do, if Beyonce tells me to jump, I say how high. Like I'm probably oh, going to try it. But I'm not chomping at the bit. What I am chomping at the bit for is this country album that I'm being promised. Yeah. I think it's amazing. <laughs> I'm a, I'm so excited. She's putting out a country album. Lana Del Rey's putting out a country album. It's mm-hmm. like, ooh, crossovers I didn't know I needed. K. Michelle is too. K. Michelle's putting out really? a country album. Yeah. Country that ye- mm-hmm. I have not yeed my last haw. I will be yeehawing all year long. I have not yeed my last haw. That's the episode title. I love that. Um, I... I just love, I, I think people, I, I've heard like mixed emotions about Beyonce's country music. He, some Obviously there are the stands that are just like, yes, queen, let's do it. I love it. But then there are people who are just like, I think her country song sucked. And I'm like, oh, you are an idiot. Country radio has already been like, we are not playing Beyonce. It's not real. We're not here saying <laughs> it's like, you know, the new wave of country music. I think people are just excited the fact that they're getting new music from Beyonce so quickly after Renaissance. Like she just right. left from tour like two days ago and is like, hey, bitch, we're going to the rodeo. And I love that. And I love that she's dibbling yeah. and dabbling and being free to be creative in what she wants to do. It's just the same as like K. Michelle. K. Michelle started off as this R&B artist and, and has done amazing but she's always talked about her love for country music and, you know, her being from Memphis, Tennessee and how she is doing a country album. And, I, and I'm and i excited for her. People are just like, no, we want you to just be one way because we saw it. And I'm a hypocrite with that, too. Sometimes if, if, <laughs> if 
I've heard, I, I heard you say that before. You stay in your lane. Yes, stay in your lane. This is how we know you, but at the same time, <laughs> do what you want to do. And I love yeah. it because I love like, the versatility. Texas, like yes, grow up listening to country music, and so this exactly is be fun to get her take on country music. Yeah. And whatever it is, it's going to be amazing. And people were talking about, oh, she's trying to do this to compete, to try to draw in Taylor Swift fans. And I'm like, do you think Beyonce is worried about Taylor Swift? Absolutely not. Like, what the hell? Taylor Swift ain't worried about Beyonce either. I'm so over Taylor Swift, but yeah. Me too. I agree. Um, No, I'm super excited for country Beyonce. Oh, I cannot wait. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it too. Um, I I think it's going to be amazing. Um, I'll tell you what I'm... What I was excited, well, I know who's not excited, adjacent to Beyonce, and I know she's probably probably sick of people saying this, but um, Kelly Rowland, we got to talk about it. So uh, we know Kelly Rowland is an amazing singer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful woman, just fashion icon. Good God, she never misses. Anyway, Truly. so she was uh, more famously um, and notably a member of Destiny's Child. Um, 30% of Destiny's Child. True. Well, was it 33%? I mean, 33%. the original. Oh, Your, Got to count the original. I'm talking about like, you know, when you think, when I, listen, if I had to take a poll right now mm-hmm. and I said, how many members of were in Destiny's Child? I, 90% of people are going to say three. No, that's not the original. They're, they're not the faithful, the faithful original members. Cause it's, it's five. I'm like they're just, not the original fans. I mean, I understand. I'm just telling you what the people are going to say. You know what I love though? I love that either way, if people say five or three, nobody counts Farah. I love that. <laughs> like no one gives a fuck about her they're just like who who, who was that <laughs> no nah, i mean that's no diss to her because i don't know who she is but i'm just saying she wasn't <laughs> at least in the proud family music no video. she wasn't then i don't know her she was not she wasn't in the proud family when she was gone by then <laughs> she was only in um what was it uh i don't think you're ready for this jelly bootylicious oh i think that was the only one she was in huh. yeah never heard but, of her yeah, exactly. They didn't either. But anyway, Kelly, basically this week, um, people have been, I think for, because it is black history and a lot of black women have been re- being able to relate to and defend Kelly Rowland. So she was supposed to be on um, Good Morning America co-hosting with Hoda. And apparently, allegedly, there was some issue with her uh, dressing room. And as you know, dressing room is a place for you and your team to try to get dressed and just try to have a Zen moment. You're about to be on national TV live where there is no such thing as cut. It's just going, going, going. So you have to be you know, aware of what's going on. So anyway, apparently her dressing room was not up to her standards and not up to par. And she asked for better accommodations. They did not accommodate for whatever reason. Um, whether they didn't have the space or not somebody said that they checked um like j-lo was in the green room and the green room was significantly bigger allegedly than the uh holding room that kelly was supposed to be in and so kelly politely her and her team said absolutely not we will not be doing the show today and they left now there was like bethany frankel her <sighs> ugly self anyway she had she made a comment and was just like oh this is not the time to be doing diva behavior and i've been on there plenty of times bitch we know you're itching for some attention bethany frankel thank you you've been canceled from everything in life shut the fuck up your damn skin don't even like you shut up and she just i mean just i'm like first of all as a black woman you're always being seen as second class right Mm-hmm. always being given scraps. And I think for Kelly Rowland too, and it, and it's, this is me reaching, right? I'm reaching for the stars. 
Kelly Rowland has very has pretty much been very unproblematic in her career, I feel like. Yeah. There hasn't been a lot of controversy that has followed her. Also, too, you haven't really heard about Kelly acting like a supposed diva or demanding crazy things, right? I feel like in this day and time, if this woman asks for a better room, that's the least y'all can do is give Kelly Rowland a better room. She's not a problematic person who comes in and just like, I need all, she seems to be a very humble person, a very nice person, recognizable. I mean, just a very humble spirit. And I'm like, if it, those conditions had to be pretty bad for her to walk her ass up out of there yeah. also, and say, we done. That's someone who's like, fame hungry or is always trying no. to get outside or you can tell a super third or like you know if this was if this was Nicki Minaj we'd all be it'd be a very different story exactly exactly but she is she is unproblematic so and also it's well within her right to be like this is fucked up y'all are just treating me like this because I'm a black woman and mm-hmm. I can feel it the vibes are off and I'm out of here because I don't need the show yeah and just because you accept the scraps that some other people throw at you don't mean that everybody else has to like but not even bringing beyonce into it i'm fe- kelly fucking rolling bitch like i'm 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 in a whole new movie with tyler perry and on netflix and everything all this shit i done did a tyler perry movie well it's a it was yeah but it's one of those like it's not i think it's i think it is tyler perry's what is called mia culpa or something like that i don't know what it is but it's his deal along with his deal with uh netflix huh. and um they had like a big premiere but i think that was part of her promo and stuff but i'm just like yeah you you need to be in a good headspace when you're on promo and yeah. making sure that you are upholding your own standards because again people will only treat you the way you allow them to treat you and uh, kudos true. to kelly because i would have walked the fuck up out not of it during too. these 29 days hell no not. hell no she and she don't have to kelly Rowland has worked long enough in this industry where she can demand a bigger room like and we don't know how many people came with her mm-hmm. and what if they put her in a little in a little you know a, a porta potty hell no and guess who stepped up right to take her spot who rita Ora. can i ask a real honest question and this is not me doing yeah. a dig rita Ora is a singer correct yes okay what is her what is she like what's her song that she's like famous for do okay, we know so she's not and here's oh, why I think. okay so for a long time, it was rumored allegedly that Rita Ora was Jay-Z and Beyonce's third. Oh. And that she was on, because in the same way that people think Rihanna, Jay-Z and Beyonce also had a strange relationship altogether. No, nah, I don't know um, if I believe that. Mm-mm. That was like in the early days of Rihanna. And then Rihanna was like, I'm out because she felt like someone was trying to stifle her music. Allegedly. Gotcha. And supposedly there is this, I feel like we've talked about it before. We're like, Beyonce has this, um, allegedly, allegedly has this reputation for being able to kind of hold people's music. Right. Mm. Just depending. So like they said, she kind of did that to Chloe and Hallie. Didn't they say Rihanna did that allegedly to SZA? Yeah. Mm. Yes. And so apparently Rita Ora, that Beyonce did this to Rita Ora. So she has done nothing. She was like, really, she had this like spark of popularity mm-hmm. and then no music ever. And then ha- was just always with uh, at these places with these people. Like she's always at like rock nation brunches and with Jay-Z and Beyonce and knows all these famous people and is always around, but doesn't do shit. She was mm. in one of Jade's movie. Actually, she might've been in all of them and she sung some songs for that gotcha but she's just someone who's always everywhere and no one fucking knows why and um then she married taika watiti do you know who that is who the hell is that 
He's what? an actor. He is. You would know him if you saw him. What is he? What would you know him from? What is his name again? Taika T A I K A T A I K A Watiki. He is from. I want to say I don't know this man. You? I see the picture, but I don't know this man. You? He was in Thor. He's in Thor. No. But in Thor, he like you wouldn't know him because he doesn't look like himself. I have no clue who this man is. I've never seen this. Sorry to this man. Okay, well, she just married that guy. Okay. Sounds uh, good. And she seems happy. But I, I'm ha- I don't know. I didn't watch it, but I'm happy. I like Rita Ora. I feel like she... She's a beautiful woman. I just didn't know I, really what her songs were. like. She doesn't have... I think she has... She has popular songs from the Fifty Shades franchise, but... Okay. You wouldn't, it might have played on the radio a little bit. Gotcha. Um, but it's one of those weird things, kind of like in the same way that if you didn't know all the shit about Jojo and how her, she was in that shitty contract and that's why none of her music got put out. And you're like, wow, Jojo seemed like she was going to be really, really famous. And she kind of was, you know, you know you're about? Jojo, the singer, Jojo, R&B Jojo singer? singer. Yeah. They did her so wrong. Yeah. And the same way that if you didn't know all that, you'd be like, why the fuck isn't she more famous? It's the same thing with Rita Ora. You're yeah. like, it had all the makings for something that should have been. What's funny is she's more famous in the black community than she probably is in the white community. Also so interesting. Because if you close your eyes, you, you'll swear it's a black woman singing. It's kind of like the Yeba effect as well, too. Oh, like, I Yeba sounds like a black woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she sounds like a black woman. But she, if you, I mean, if you follow her career, she's been around a lot of black churchy singers yeah. from, you know, so, but anyway. Um, I'll tell you what else is uh, uh, not being played with um, or not being played. (sighs) Fonnie Willis. We got to talk about it. Oh, Jesus Lord. Fonnie Willis is the district attorney Mm -hmm. for the Fulton, uh, the Fulton County district attorney. Fulton County is actually in the state of Georgia. Um, And as you know, um, Trump is currently on trial there for allegedly um, trying to steal an election, basically. And, exactly because even in new york actually he just had a loss from letitia james who is the gen- the uh attorney general there and she had a lawsuit against him and he has to now pay over 350 million dollars um in damages and he is barred from running any businesses starting any businesses being on the board of any businesses for the next three years um, of course, his team, I'm quite sure, is going to appeal it. But that was a, a very big victory for Letitia James and her team. But in the state of Georgia, Fonnie Willis is a district attorney who is um, uh, presiding over the case. Not presiding over, I'm sorry. is the prosecution on the case for the election overthrow and everything that happened in Georgia with Trump. And so apparently, allegedly, for the particular podcast, um, she is not on trial, but there was a special hearing because Trump's team tried to bring up misconduct charges on her or mis- uh, filings of misconduct. So what ended up happening was Fonnie Willis has um, an assistant on the case or an assistant like prosecutor, right, who is a black man. And so Fonnie Willis is also black, a black woman. And she had originally asked the governor, the former governor of uh, Georgia to try this case with her and so he took the stand and said listen she asked me to come and join it first and I told her no because you know I had been the governor for four years and I've walked around with security before I didn't want to do it again and I knew that if I took on this case against Trump they're gonna pull up anything that they can which is exactly 
and he was afraid of of getting threat death threats. So he was like, absolutely not. I'm not taking this case. And you know, he talked about her, how he revered her, and she was an amazing prosecutor. Blah blah blah. So long story short, her the assistant um the assistant prosecutor and her had a romantic relationship, but they had the romantic relationship after um he he became he he came on this case. I so the Trump administration the series. It's crazy. So the Trump administration is trying to say allegedly that there was misconduct that she only hired him for that. Um, you know that she hi- basically hired her boyfriend or whatever because he is legally still married and filed for divorce during this whole proceeding. So they were like, "Oh, we could try to you know just grab it at the straws." And this is pretty what? much a way that we can get out of but this situation. Honestly, if I was on the other side, I would be like, "Oh, this is a perf. Let's easy lob and absolutely. What it's going to be messy, so we might as well absolutely up all this shit. Damn, absolutely, you can't give them anything." But here, and I, I agree with that. But at the same time, here's the thing. Fonnie Willis is a black woman. Black women in corporate spaces, we know what we are doing. Mm-hmm. As messy as it may seem, there is no way that she did not see this coming because of how rela- people were like, oh, she's nervous. Her voice is cracking. And I'm like, y'all clearly haven't been around a lot of black women who gather people together because mm-hmm. Fonnie Williams, um, Fonnie Willis was very relaxed on that, on that uh, oh, stand. I didn't know shit about shit. All I did, I watched her sit down and start talking. And I was like, this is why she's good at her job. I would have been like, whatever you want. That, that, yep. And I love how the, some of the questions that they asked her, she just went off onto these crazy ass tangents. He, she was like, well, did you give him cash? And she's like, lady, I, I, I've given him cash maybe a handful of times. Like, you know, my dad was born in 19 so-and-so-and-so. And he used to always <laughs> tell me, Bonnie, you need to make sure that you have a safe with cash in your house because that's what black people do. And they called this lady daddy to the stand. And I'm like, what? And what was crazy was, again, I will always say this. Don't ever underestimate black Southern educated men and women. This man got on the stand and he said he was talking about um, COVID in 2019. So the lawyer interrupts him and was like, no, no, no. COVID happened in 2020. He was like, ma'am, listen to me. You have to understand I'm a world traveler. And even though they announced COVID in 2020, that shit happened in 2019. I was over in Africa. It's called COVID-19. My people Lord. are not smart. People are not smart because we were getting COVID cases in before they called it COVID. It's, like before the, the, they sounded the trumpet that it was a whole damn the pandemic. Science, the, the science that said, "Bitch, don't go to Wuhan" was up in 2019. Thank you. And so he was, but even too, he was. He was like, "I'm not trying to be racist, but it is a black thing." Where <laughs> he said, "He was like, I'm trying. I'm not trying to be racist, but it is a black thing." Where you know. My parents even told me you always have somewhat of cash in your pocket. He was like, "I was, uh, I was doing a fellowship at Harvard." fellowship at harvard he said and my he was like when fonnie when fonnie was a little girl me fonnie's mother and myself um, i had an american express card and i tried to pay from our tickets with the american express card they would not accept my credit card he said and they told me that our tickets cost nine dollars and 95 cents and thank god i had a ten dollar bill on me to pay our fare for us to be able to get home I said, baby, this is why Fonnie Williams is the way she, Will, Willis. Why are you always trying to call her Will, Williams? It's Willis. It sounds way black. True. <laughs> but Fon- I said, this is why Fonnie Willis is who she is. Because, baby, her daddy, baby, she is her, her father's child. Okay? Yeah. And every which way they tried to turn that whole thing, she was like, first of all, no, no, you're confused. She was like, I am not on trial. No matter how hard you try to make me on trial, but because these people tried to steal. She pointed to them. These people tried to steal an election. I said, Listen, Y'all better quit playing with black women in Black History Month. 
I don't care about sides. I don't care about, I just, I love an educated, well-spoken black woman. I will hang my hat on that hook every time. Listen, we are just phenomenal. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Like we'll gather you together and people are like, oh, why is she so angry? Why is the judge letting this happen? And I'm like, every time a black woman is calm and the way she was sitting in the chair, she was sitting in the chair like this. (laughs) And lady was like, did you ever write him a check? Did you give him cash? She was like, lady, I don't have checks. It's 2024. I don't have checks. No. And I just, I love that she, how, how poised she was. Cause I'm like, all black women knew that she was not upset. She mm-hmm. was not agitated. She was not being arrogant. She was very sure in what she was saying. She, she was calling people out. No, you're a liar. But also too, this wasn't a trial people. Yeah. So she this was a hearing. With, she works with these people. She works with these types of people. She's been around this environment. She's like, this ain't shit. I, I know. Like, I, I mean, clear. I, and I just feel like too, like this was just a smoke and mirrors attempt for t- Trump's team, which was a valid, a valid take, right? Like you, they would have been stupid not job. to do it. As a lawyer, yeah. just pull whatever you can and see if something sticks. Exactly. And that's exactly what they were doing. And I'm like, y'all going to lose. Cause there was no misconduct. I, who cares if she want to fuck her coworker? Like who the fuck cares? Who cares? People fuck coworkers all the time. That's Let it, it the fuck go. Let it but, go. Yeah, it was, it was absolutely insane, but it was, it was hilarious though. Like you could tell people who have never been gathered by a black person before because they were just, Oh, you can hear it in her voice. She's so nervous. I was like, this lady is the district attorney and came after the president of these United States. She ain't nervous. Cause she, she wouldn't have got this far. She didn't have a case. He was as relaxed as Flo Rida was when he was in that court, making them all listen to his music. Pretty You're much. Right? And just like, <laughs> I'm getting my millions. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's but like, good line right here. Listen she it. was, Oh my gosh. I, Fonnie Willis for president. That's all I'm saying. I love it. I love it when a black, a black lawyer gets people together. I love it. It almost made me want to go to law school for like two seconds, but I was like, hell no. Fuck that shit. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you another black woman who, um, who has been amazing. And a lot of people don't know who this person is, but you need to go to TikTok and find out because it's an amazing series. So um, when we're talking about very well articulated women who just know how to storytell and things of that nature, um, this week there was a story by a content creator. Or I don't even know if she's a content creator. I think she's just a random person on TikTok. Yeah. Her name is Ressa Tessa or Tess or Risa Tessa. Risa Tessa. That's what it is. R e e s a t e s s a. This young lady has a series that she just put out called "Why Who the Fuck Did I Marry." Bitch, I saw that. I didn't watch Alyssa, I watched all 50 parts on 2X speed. Cause because you know why she talks slow. Let me let me just tell you this. As a person who talks very fast in real life, I have a visceral response and I actively want to kill people who talk very slow. I like it it does something with I don't know if it's like psychopathic ways or something. I don't know. I I will bush you in your head if you talk too fucking slow. I cannot stand slow talkers. Anyway, I've only slowed down just for the podcast so y'all can hear what I'm actually saying. But in real life, I talk fast as fuck. Anyway. The best feature on the phones now is like on podcasts, on Audible, and everything. You can speed up. The t- I love, I've speeded up. Speed it up. Yes. Because even with um with Miss Pat, I, I listened to her book. And Miss Pat is actually like speaking her audio book. However, Miss Pat talks very slow. And, and she was, she reads slow. She don't talk slow. She reads slow. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about how, you know, she was like, I, I don't like to read out loud like that. <laughs> so 
I literally had to put her shit on like 2.5 speakers. I was like, bitch, you talking too fucking slow. I need to hurry this fucking book up. God, but um, so anyway, she put out this 50 part series, and I think that this is the most eloquent, detailed series of events that this young lady has posted about how she met this man, they got married, she divorced, like this man was a true pathological liar, allegedly, according to her. There's no story I love more than a woman who uncovered that she married a piece of shit. Girl, it took me like on, on 2x speed, it took me about like three hours to get through, but I, it was very I was very productive. I did like three loads of laundry. I was able to like It's a 50 part I just saw the first video. Yeah, like, no. Because all of her videos are like 10 minutes long. What? Yeah. What happened to this woman? Girl, it, I'll just give you a little couple snippets. She yeah. met this man on a dating website. Oh, now she she does going. she does give a disclaimer that she ignored a lot of red flags about her ex husband. A lot of her. She was like, I ignored like this man had what did she say? Olympic flags worth the red flags. <laughs> and she was like, I take full accountability. I take full responsibility. She's like, I'm always be transparent and be honest, even if it makes me look bad. Cause she was like, this is actually therapeutic for me. I've been in therapy. So apparently she's been divorced since 2021. And so oh, anyway, and, but she got married in 2020, which is crazy or 2021. And they, but they got together in 2020. Anyway, she met this man, uh, give you some context. She lives in Atlanta. Okay. And right. right, so he lied about a whole lot of stuff. He lied about who he is. He lied about where he lived, who he was from, uh, relatives that passed away. He lied about the timeline of everything. Um, he had lied about um, how many ex-wives he had. He just lied about everything. He he claimed that he played arena ball and was trying to buy houses and stuff and always had an excuse for everything. And a lot of the things that she ignored because she just wanted to be, she want, she said verbatim, I wanted it to finally be my turn. And the things that he did in the very beginning, you know, a allowed her to feel like this was her turn, like being a single woman, being an educated single woman, have, you know, having a good job, having a place, you know, and just not having to deal with the responsibilities of the bills and all that kind of stuff and how she let her guard down really. And it cost her because she thought she wanted it to be her turn so bad. And she just ignored all of these signs. So it was very educational in the end too. I think it was very relatable because in the comment section, there were a lot of women who were like, yo, my ex-husband was the same pathological liar, narcissistic, all of this. Yeah. And, and they, I was like, oh, catch me. I'm so good at lying. Yo, why you think I just want to be a lesbian already? But I don't like women like that. It's just, it seems like lesbians don't deal with this type of stuff. I don't know. If you, any lesbians in the comments, y'all let us know. Do y'all deal with this type of <laughs> narcissistic behavior or is it just with men? I think the thing about narcissism and men is that men are given more freedom to socially be narcissist and not deal I would with the questions. Like if you're a female narcissist, like you can't get away with it as easy. But if you, there's a lot of things you can do as a man yeah being a narcissist that are just like oh he's a boss oh he's yeah being a man he didn't but you know the under the undertone of her story was really about and this is only if you subscribe to christianity and you are a believer of jesus christ um that the undertone of it was that god gave her this young lady so many opportunities to protect her and to pull her from the grips of this situation but she continued to ignore the protection that God kept giving her. Yeah. Like, for example, the very first date they had on her way to the restaurant, her tire blows out. Mm -hmm. 
So instead of her going home, she calls the young man. But here's what the young man did that would, I think, make any woman feel like this is a sign that this might be the one, right? Uh Because it's the bare minimum that they should do, but we just look at it as and overhype it, right? So the, the tire blows out. She calls him and was like, hey, I'm on my way to the restaurant, but I just need, you know, I'm calling AAA, blah, blah, blah. He was like, don't worry about it. Where are you? I'll come meet you. The man came from the restaurant to the side of the road where she was, changed her tire, then took her to the tire place, bought her a brand new tire and still went to dinner. Now you would think, oh my God, my knight in shining armor. But the Uh, blowout, the blowout was for you to take your ass home. (laughs) 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 But it was, it was like the undertone of it was really that God gives you so many chances to escape. He get, he really does. He be, it ain't even the devil. It's us. It's what we want. It's our, it's our crazy ass desires. And well, I won't say our desires are crazy. It's our desires and it's our impatience because we want it now. We want what we want and we want it now. And God is like, I blew your tie out for a reason, bitch. And you didn't die. God doesn't wear a watch. And instead of you just canceling the date, you Mm -hmm. decide, oh, you're going to call him and be like, oh, yeah, you can come on and rescue me. Bitch, I just blew your tie for a reason. God damn. But it was. You just got to listen to your gut. And it's so hard. You do. You start feeling crazy. You do. And you start, you start to, to make sure you like, you want to make sure that you're not self-sabotaging and that you're not making mountains out of molehills. Like, you know, cause you're not just saying, uh, if it's too good to be true, then it is. And then it's like, well, how do you go between the balance of, well, I asked God for this and he's, and he's giving it to me seeming like, so then why would I not trust that this is what God has act has given me? But there were so many other red flags, so many different questions that she didn't ask. And which uh, again, which is, which, confirmed why I am the way that I am on a first date <laughs> bitch I'm at I'm asking you need to bring a whole detailed printout of your background because uh, fuck the coffee I don't give a damn who paying for this shit we I can pay for my goddamn self I want to see your background check that's all because it, it, it was it was so many goddamn twists and turns girl I was in my house screaming I know my neighbors were like what the fuck is going on over there? Oh, that's going to be my little nighttime treat. Girl, I'm telling you, put it on 2X and then stream it to your TV so it's bigger. <laughs> and put the sound bar on. She has a really soothing voice, but just put it on 2X. I'm telling you, and you'll get through it in a couple hours. She started off because she had those like heatless cur- that curler rod in her hair. Yeah. And- she started talking i was like oh this is gonna be good i gotta save this what was so funny was the comments were like damn bitch how long is your commute because she, <laughs> she did so many parts <laughs> while she was in her car but i'm like y'all she lives in atlanta atlanta traffic is horrible so of course she's gonna have a long ass commute but if it doesn't feel right it's probably not right and that's what she was saying that's what she kept saying she was not doing this for pity she wasn't doing this to expose the young man but she was just basically doing it to help women in general just to get back to trusting their own gut your gut is never going to to lead you astray if you listen to it it will guide you the right way um so yeah it was it was oh that was a great series to say the least but i'll tell you watching are we watching are you talking about what we're watching no yeah we can Mm -hmm. um i started watching the mr and mrs smith show that um i always want to call him childish gambino but now he's going by not danny glover Donald it's childish Camp- Donald. It's yeah. I started watching that. It was actually pretty good. Really? I thought I saw that and I wanted to watch, but I was like, it's gonna be cheesy. I ain't want mm-hmm. it. actually wasn't. I really like that girl. Um, and he does a good job. It's kind of funny because um it's 
kind of the same personality wise in the movie like he's they're both assassins but like she's more um just like dry and mm-hmm. uptight and like flat affect he's kind of like goofy mm, gotcha um, and i've only seen a couple episodes but it's pretty good i also watched that show one day on netflix mm. I binged it it was so cute it's just like a little coming of age rom-com so i thought it's there's no there's a lot of rom not much calm i was sobbing by the end of it okay you weren't expecting that when i tell you twists turns and i just didn't see it coming i usually can call it couldn't call Mm. it i got i got got oh that's good Hopefully you had some good snacks with those movies and stuff i've been i've been eating some snacks oh you know what i ate this weekend snack wise have you ever had, like, do you put lime on your chips ever? Like your lace potato chips? Oh, yeah. I love lime. lime I, chips. I hadn't yeah. had it in a long time, but it was like lace potato chips, lime, mm-hmm. and Frank's hot sauce. Jesus. Mm. I ate this um this new thing. So, you know how Costco has new things all the time. You so love this, a Costco find. I love, yo, especially when I feel like it's vegetarian to a degree. So I ate, I saw this thing and it was like a six jar thing and it looked like, um, it was like Oreos. So it had like the Oreo cookie crumbles at the bottom and then like a layer of like, it looked like, you know, Oreo cheesecake stuff and then crumbles at the top. Right. So I'm just like eating this stuff and I'm like, oh my God, eating one of them a day. It, oh, amazing. The little dessert. Right. So then all of a sudden I just look on the package and I'm like, hmm, let's see how many calories in here. Cause of course I didn't care about that. I just saw Oreos and got excited. Yeah. So I look on the package and this shit gives a disclaimer talking about not safe for vegetarian or not appropriate for vegetarians. I was like, what the fuck is in this shit? Well, because it's beef gelatin. I was like, I don't give a fuck about that. Oh, I'm still going to eat this shit. You're like, oh, I'm not that kind. Let's no. That's Listen, meat. I'm not that kind of vegetarian. I, I'm the kind that I'm not going to eat the meat, but if you hide yeah. it in there and I ain't going to know. Scary though. I'm going to eat. Yeah, I was like, not, not suitable for vegetarians. I was like, I wish I would have known this before I bought three yeah. of these things. That's like, did you see all those people or like the Trader Joe's video that was going around and this girl was like, yeah, it's so cheap, but like, is it really meat? Like, how is it this cheap if it's really meat? And I was like, see, I've never bought meat from Trader Joe's. I've only bought just like their produce and stuff like that. Well, I buy like all the fro- the freezer meals. I love a frozen Trader well, Joe's all, meal. And all of it is chucked full of sodium. So you're going to get heart disease either way, allegedly. So it's the same thing as Aldi because apparently Aldi, I guess the, bro- the, the owner of Aldi's and the owner of Trader Joe's are brothers. Yeah. Who did that? So they use the same business plan. So I'm like, yeah, that's why the shit's so cheap. But but you're pro- sure. but the thing is, they've proven that food should not cost as much as it does. Yeah. Insane. It's cheaper. I think they said because of the prices of food right now, it's cheaper to eat out. Like, well, what's that- his, what does what his name say? Uh, Orlando Brown. He was going off. He was like. You bitches are charging us for grapes and apples that the Lord has given us that grows out of the ground. You bitches will burn in hell. I agree with you, Orlando Brown, because that's true. We're on a a floating rock paying bills and paying for fruits and vegetables that grow in the ground that Jesus himself created. It's like if someone started bottling air to sell it. This shit's supposed to be free. Isn't that the Lorax does that? Yes. We are going to do that one day. A war gonna break out. We already know what's gonna happen at some point. Water wars. The water wars are coming. Yo, speaking of war, um, I am praying for the men, women, and children that are currently in Gaza and Rafa specifically, because while we were celebrating and having a great old time with Usher on the stage, throwing it back with Ludacris and all them motherfuckers, uh, Israel was bombing Rafa. 
even though it was considered a safe zone um, and told them, oh, you need to evacuate to Rafa. And then they bombed it. So um, pieces of shit. God damn. I swear. Anyway, I don't want to get upset because I've already been uh, screaming about it earlier. But I just um, this world is trash. This world is absolute trash. And I just um, yeah, it, it's it's so stupid because it's like you're so helpless like and people people say oh, we got enough going on in america you're right we do we do <laughs> we do however the shit that we have going on right now in the united states is not to be compared to what the no. congo is going through and sudan and palestine are going through get up and walk outside and go to the store and come back go to work and come home see your exactly want to like it's we don't have big bombs being dropped on us. We don't have our water and electricity being cut off like that. Like, I mean, we have programs and stuff. We got, well, I got rats. You know, you go to a hospital, they can't turn you away. Get on this little screen once a week and come and talk my shit with you and say whatever I want and then put it out into the world. Exactly. Is, and not be killed for it. Yeah. It's it's absolutely insane. Um, one last thing I want to talk about. Uh, I'm not sure if you want to talk about anything else. Um, I got to talk about your homegirl, Rachel Dolzad. Um, no, I refuse. That is slander. Not my homegirl. Not my homegirl. Um, I kind of feel like she was. I thought you said you were. That was your homegirl a few episodes ago. Absolutely, zero no. percent. I do love someone who can commit to a bit, but also blackface is <laughs> a bit. It's just racist. So no, not my homegirl. Well, I mean, she kind of just changed her hair. Also, her name. What does she go by now? So she, so y'all know Rachel Dozad, the, the white lady who keeps pretending she's black, and she just she has mental health disorders. Anyway, sh- she now has changed her name to um, Ketchy, which is N K E C H I uh, Diallo D I A L L O, and apparently she's a teacher. Who the fuck let her teach our children? This is not the children not that Whitney Houston was talking about. Around it, children. How are you gonna let her teach the children of our future? What the hell? She's anyway. A liar that's what i'm saying and she's she's crazy she's a famous not only is she a big liar she's a famous liar she is most famous for being a liar and she keeps saying i'm not gonna stop doing it <laughs> she's gonna double down and she's, adopt this african ass Afri- <laughs> are you kidding me yo that would dedica- be like, I dedication the dedication is nauseating but she apparently is a teacher and she just recently got fired from her job allegedly because apparently she was doing OnlyFans and so somebody found her OnlyFans I hope it was a black student oh god I hope it was a (laughs) black student the serendipity of it all anyway um so yeah she is back in the news again on some fuck shit I just want her to go away Rachel Dolezal family please come save this bitch because she just oh lord somewhere she has mental health issues also, Anytime you just keep you switching allowed, races, you should not be allowed to profit off of your body. If you were parading your body as something, it wasn't, i.e. black. I think that can be a controversial take, but I'll leave that alone. I'll tell you off camera. Is pay- paying to see. Also, what is on her OnlyFans? It's got to be sexual stuff. I saw one picture it that was like naked. Yeah, she was in some lingerie and I'm like, you look weird. Who's pay? I need a list of the people paying for this service. Who's it's probably it's probably Al Sharpton or Jesse Jackson allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some of them had a dibble and dabble on the white women. <laughs> I oh, uh, she's also not like I didn't see her, and I wasn't like, oh my god, I would you know pay money to see her scantily clad. Yeah, no, definitely not. 
She's not giving body. She's not serving face. I don't know. No. She's probably doing some weird stuff on there, like reading black stories or some shit. I bet she's doing oh something God. so odd. What if she odd. was reading, like, Uncle Tom's Cabin or something weird? Like, probably. Shit, yeah. Those racist-ass Dr. Seuss books. I <laughs> bet you she is. In her lingerie. <laughs> Allegedly. So fucking weird. Time with Rachel. Right. I'll tell you what else is uh, weird. Last thing I want to talk about for real. I lied I know, earlier, but I said this last thing. Anyway, um, I just really need everybody out there in the, these United States. If you are a parent, I just really need you all to either one, if you don't really want to take the responsibility of being a parent to give your children up for adoption, right? Or give them with a family member or stop procreating. There was a young lady in Memphis, Tennessee this past week who is in the hot seat and she should be under the jail. Um, this mother is being investigated by Child Protective Services because she is a waxer, professional waxer. And she unfortunately allowed her seven-year-old to wax 24 of her clients' vaginas. I want you to hear... I even got that far. First of all, the 24 women that allowed a seven-year-old to touch their private parts and perform waxing services should also be prosecuted for child abuse at what point did you think that was okay the fact that you would even allow first of all if i walk into any facility i don't care if it's hair nails and i see children i'm already be like hmm i know what kind of appointment this is gonna be let alone you touching my hair or my vagina you have a problem also, that's child labor. That's chi- it's child, but it's child abuse. Yeah, and I and damn, there's sexual me, assault. I mean, yeah. and the thing that got me was that the mom was posting about it on Facebook, so proud of her daughter that she's abusing and forcing to work, and she's like, "Oh my god, so proud!" These are how many women she's seen, and she has saved. I'm going to save all this money for her. It's like the lack of any kind of self-awareness or just- exactly your seven-year-old she as a seven-year-old you probably don't even have any hair on your your genitals at all and then you're just like oh yeah go ahead and get the stick and do that what and the fact that i let a seven-year-old see me naked and the fact that 20 okay it'd be different if it was it, it wouldn't be different but i'm just saying it it'd be one thing if one person but 24 different people y'all sat there and was like oh this is fun all of y'all should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law jesus lord that what is this world coming to four counts of child abuse that is disgusting i just I don't that i this sounds like like a bit from law and order like a crazy law and order scenario that someone made up oh it's absolutely i can guarantee you that they are gonna olivia olivia is gonna have this i can uh, get with within the year olivia benson written all absolutely benson and stapler it's absolutely gonna happen i just yeah. I, I really need y'all as parents if you're gonna do shit like this please don't procreate please give your children away something i, I just I, I just need y'all to be who jesus protect these children anyway that is insane. Disgusting. Girl. Disgusting. Oh, and this was in Memphis, not in Florida. So I don't want to hear y'all shit in the or comments. Florida. Because y'all know y'all be like, oh, the Florida man, Florida woman. No, this is a Memphis girl. During Black History Month. Jesus Lord. Um, uh, but anyway, anything else we can talk about before we get out of here? Nope. You watching anything? Have you seen anything? Uh, yeah. Uh Risa Tessa. I was just gonna say, other than your fifty part 
TikTok. The fifty part, why I'm telling y'all, it'll bless your it'll bless your soul for every woman and man out there. It'll make you do some research on people. Not I don't care if you're married. Now people are like, I don't know who I married. Let me go find out and do some background. Y'all better go do some background checks. People figure out who these people tell are. You who they are? They really and God, God does give us a chance to escape. And a lot of times we just don't even. He'd be like, turn right, and we'd be like, huh? You said go straight. <laughs> you want to talk about God? I was driving to Dallas this weekend, and I Hallelujah. Would- I always pray when I'm on the road and I'm just like, protect me. I want to make it to where I'm going. Let's do it safely. Yeah. When I tell you I ended this prayer, started driving down my little road and got a good bloop, bloop, pulled right the fuck over speeding. And I was like, you got a speeding ticket? He said, oh, bitch, you want to be safe? Why don't you slow the fuck down? I said, don't save her. She don't want to be safe. Don't save her. I was like, I didn't mean this i meant protect me from how how fast were you going no don't say that don't say that on oh, camry we don't want you to implicate, implicate yourself just in case you know it was a small town where it drops down 60 50 40 like oh those speed going, traps like, yeah so i was going like 15 over trying to slow down and yeah and it's, just, but, and it's my fault i was speeding and it was like no you it's know. not those are speed traps don't say that you don't incriminate <laughs> yourself no that, that, no but i that, wouldn't when i tell you that i was like lord just make sure i'm safe going fucking 15 over and he's like hold my beer (laughs) yeah literally that's crazy oh my My god was like you know what if i didn't get pulled over i would have been five minutes up the road and something horrible would have happened so we're just gonna take it or i would exactly it like started raining too and i was like oh well if i had still been going that speed it would have been raining and something crazy would have happened so yeah give it the glory to god but isn't that just the funniest thing hallelujah thank you jesus hallelujah well, uh, to those people who have uh, yesterday off, because this is going to come out on Tuesday for President's Day, I hope y'all had a great President's Day. I'm actually off work, thank God. I, and oh, I just hate like that I never get bank holidays. Federal holidays off. I'm grateful to God. I'm, I'm thankful to God for his provision and um, because I need this another day. I really do because I, I did tweak my leg at one point because I did something. You know how you feel really good and you're just like, whoa, bitch, you're not 100% yet. Calm down. Um, and it was with a patient. I had to tell a patient. I was like, no, uh-uh, I can't help you. So you're gonna have yeah. to do this one on your own. Self-preservation, baby. Fuck these patients. I can't. I can't do well, it. Like, you're already sick. So like, why do I have to be hurt? That's you what know? I'm saying. You're in the hospital. I don't yeah. want to be in a bed next to you, Mr. Exactly. Johnson. So you know, no, I'm gonna let you hit the floor. I'm just gonna do it. Uh huh. But I get a student soon, which is great. So he'll oh, have to. Okay. And it's a guy. So you know, he he's prayerfully he's strong because I'm not gonna do shit. <laughs> Mm-mm. And we'll see. This may be my last student for real, for real. Okay, so we'll see. Hand in hand. I'm we'll see. On it. We'll see. It just depends. Okay. Um, but yeah, anyway. All right. Yeah. Anything else we need to talk about before we get out of here? No. Happy President's Day. Happy President's Day. Thank you for every president. Not really, but thank you for the day off. Uh, that, she said that with her chest. She said, mm-hmm. thank you for every president. No, I said, I said, not really. I said, I'm just happy for the day off. <laughs> Fuck these presidents. No, I'm kidding. Uh, all right, y'all. Y'all have an amazing week on purpose. Y'all remember to spread love. Spread light. And, and don't, don't forget, forget to laugh your face off. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowley. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to The Face Off every Tuesday when new episodes are released.